0: Ramble.
1: Hey guys, what is up? Really quickly, I just wanted to come on here and say that, you know, Rem and I have just really been wanting to have a very open conversation about this. We know a lot of you guys were excited for this episode specifically. And, you know, the main thing we want to say is that we. Support the black community. We are here for you. And on top of that, you know, we're not professionals at this. Like, we are not professional activists. We're not professional politicians or whatever. We are literally just two girls in our 20s. And we really just wanted to have this conversation with you.
2: This is a pretty real and raw episode for us. And we definitely kind of like stumbled over our words and again we're not like Alicia said we're not professionals but we're excited to be using our platform to share our opinions with you guys and this is an open conversation so however you guys are feeling please feel free to reach out to us and we'd love to talk to you guys about everything and also in the description box of this episode we are going to leave different links for organizations you guys can donate to as well as petitions you can sign and also videos and things you can watch if you don't have any money to donate just ways to spread awareness and educate yourselves we're just trying to educate ourselves every single day. There's always new information coming out and we're just trying to do our best. So we love you guys and let's get to the episode. Pretty basic. Hey guys. Hello.
1: Um, What's up everyone? It is Alicia Marie here
2: and Remy Cruz. This feels um, weird so- that we're introducing ourselves. I like know. This. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so this sorry. feels
1: formal. Okay guys. So today we actually wanted to do an episode just kind of speaking our minds on Everything that's been going on with the Black Lives Matter movement and just everything, because I think Rim and I together have talked about this both on and off camera multiple times of just how like what is the actual point if we've been given a platform to not talk about things we're actually passionate about and it's been something that we've we've talked very much openly on the podcast about how it can just be really hard to kind of find your voice and stuff but i feel like this is just one of those times where you know we we really do want to just have a real honest open conversation of how we've personally been feeling
2: and our thoughts on some things. So we decided that all ad revenue for this episode is going to go to the Black Lives Matter movement. We are going to divide it amongst different charities and organizations that we support and we've already been donating to in our own free time. Also we're going to link all of those organizations in the description box along with other petitions you guys can sign and also some videos you guys can watch. If you don't have money to donate, there's always something that you guys can do, even if you don't have maybe in the means or anything like that, there is always some way that you guys can help out. So we encourage you to check out the description box, check out the different organizations, and even just spread awareness. Do whatever you can to help. No, I love how there's a few YouTube videos that I saw. It
1: was it was genius. If you guys aren't aware, on Twitter, I saw a lot of people um, sharing this video on YouTube, and it said, "Hey, even if you can't physically go protest, if you can't donate, if you don't have the means, here's a video where you can dedicate your time." And if you watch the video on YouTube, 100% of the ad revenue goes toward, um, you know, different charities for Black Lives Matter and stuff. And I thought that was freaking genius. Whoever came up with that, I just hats off to you. Um, So I guess this is kind of similar, but Rem and I both really felt like, you know, we've seen a lot of different influencers do go about it different ways of how they want to get involved. But we really did feel um, really good about just having 100% of the ad revenue um, go towards one of those. Charities and stuff. So yeah, let's get into it. I feel like we rarely have conversations of difficult topics, um, you know, because especially if you guys have watched us for years, like we were always like the girl next door like we just like don't get into trouble we're not controversial like we don't get in <laughs> we, we were never lane. A, we we stay in our lane we don't get in twitter fights you know we don't get on the we, we we don't get called out by rice gum being roasted or like what's it or what's it the oh roast my god challenge. what an era roast yeah, yourself yeah like <laughs> you know, we try our hardest. Um, but like I said earlier, I think, you know, this is one of those times where it's like, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for for anything. And I have all of my quotes saved in my phone that I will read later that have really spoken (laughs) to me. But, um, Rem, do you want to like, kind of like kick it off and just say how you've been Um, feeling with everything?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, you know, I, I talk about it occasionally on here about personally, this is just for me. My political stance, if you follow me on Twitter, I feel like I I go off occasionally also on my political stance. If you watch, if you just keep up with my platforms, I feel like a lot of people know where I stand politically. Um, And I've been noticing throughout the past uh, like week or so that I've been getting a lot of comments from people and messages. And I'm sure you've also been getting the same loach of just like people being upset that we are kind of, talking about it so much in a way. And people are just kind of upset that I I saw a lot of people saying like, I just don't like how political you've become. And I don't know why you're sharing this so much. And like, I don't come to you for political advice and everything. So I just wanted to say personally that to the people that don't, like us anymore because we're, you know, talking about politics too much. This is not a political issue. The Black Lives Matter movement is a human rights issue. So if you think that this has anything to do with politics, I personally believe that you are very wrong. I think, you know, I saw this this video of this black mother giving her son a talk and she was crying and it was so heartbreaking. And she was crying because she was giving her son the same talk that her grandfather had to give her own father because throughout all these generations, nothing has changed. So I personally just think this is, this. I don't even think, this is just a human rights issue. So I think to those of you who are upset at us for speaking up too much about something or making it quote unquote political, I think that you personally are just not speaking up enough or not learning enough right now. So I really encourage you to check out those links because this is not politics whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly just feel like my eyes have been open to a lot in such a short amount of time that it's just been overwhelming because, for for instance, one of those quotes that I was talking about that I saved in my phone, <laughs> um, one of the ones that made me have a light bulb aha moment was it's not being non-racist, it's anti-racist. And I had such a moment thinking, holy shit, Alicia, like would I have ever thought I was racist? No. Like, but however, would I, was I actively trying to fix the problem or was I just being someone who's standing by letting things happen? And that's, that's bad. Like I, oh my God, I'm gonna get heated already. I (laughs) felt really upset with myself because I didn't realize how much I wasn't helping the problem. I wasn't hurting the problem, but I wasn't helping the problem. And that's something that I hope you guys listening, maybe that'll be another like light bulb moment for you because it was for me, but, and this can go for anything, which whatever the actual topic is, you know, obviously right now it's about racism, but you can't just be non something you have to be anti like you have to you want to have to fight for it you want to say like I want to actually make a difference and help move this forward and that was something that was just like Alicia wow I didn't even realize that I even posted on Twitter how there were multiple times I've heard you know friends rap the n-word or just say things that are so vulgar and not appropriate but would I have ever stood up and say hey like that's not cool honestly no so for me that was something that I really it it was just one of those moments for me and I was like wow okay now now here's the thing I've also I've been reading a lot and I've seen a lot of people talking to specifically white people saying hey Don't get into this self-pity thing of like boo-hoo, poor me, I didn't know. It's like, cool, let's recognize that. Now, what are we actually going to do to change that? How can we move forward with this? Just like be on our side, you know? So I feel like I let myself have like a moment. I'm not even going to lie. Like I was honestly feeling really upset because when I first saw the, the video of George Floyd, I am not kidding. I actually got really upset by it and I was really heated and I was telling all the roommates, I was like, have you seen this video? It's so messed up. I was honestly almost in tears saying it. Even that night I had a nightmare about people getting tortured and I like kept me up and then the whole, like, but then. I didn't do anything about it. And that's what bothered me, too, because I was sitting there a few days later having this aha light bulb moment thinking, okay, Alicia, if you were so heated, why didn't you vocalize that? Why didn't you tweet about that? Like you have these platforms like why didn't you say something if you were so passionate about it? You know, like why are you waiting now to like now more people are talking about it? So, you know, obviously I'm not trying to make this about me, but me and that. That just the course of last week, and specifically, i I think it was just a lot of eye-opening of like, holy shit, Alicia, like you can do better. And I think that's one of the biggest things about this is is anyone perfect? No. but, how can we each individually do better and like keep ourselves accountable to where the, that this isn't just a trending hashtag that everyone's in on and then a week later people stop talking about it, you know? So, and I, th- I think obviously that's different for everyone, but I think it's so important to kind of take a look in and just reflect on like what are things I can personally do better on, you know? Even when it comes to like educating your children. One thing, oh, I'm, I don't know, I'm a so wrong. No, keep going. <laughs> I'm inspired. One thing that really like I also got so irked and this goes back to like my white privilege growing up I was just thinking of how uneducated specifically in like school or like I like I always knew there was racism in the world in the country and stuff but to me it was like oh that was so long ago like that's not now like it's not it was it wasn't in my face as much you know bubble. Yeah. And and like, and even going back to being taught in school and all this stuff and you learn about history, history was never one of my favorite subjects where now I really wish I paid more attention to because history repeats itself. And looking back at, you know, all of these huge movements that have happened in the past, you know, you learn in history class and it just felt like it was so far long ago. Like it wasn't. Now, Sorry. like it's not still. No, please, please, please. Like I, that's I think what's crazy too.
2: is you can learn about Martin Luther King. You can learn about Rosa Parks. You can learn about all these yes. amazing movements that were happening. Segregation and growing up, when you read about them in your like what second grade, third grade textbook, you're like, oh my gosh, that was so long ago. But as and of you get course, older, because you're a kid. Mm-hmm. They
1: paint you like the, the the happy version, you know, like that too. Thanksgiving, well, you know, oh my God, Thanksgiving. We would always have like where the kids dress up as like pilgrims or Indians, depending which class you were in, which yeah. like even looking back, I'm like, that's not a, like what the heck. And we're well, all that's like a around cultural the
2: appropriation. Right literally,
1: there. <laughs> literally. And it's just so weird.
2: So something that I wanted to talk about was I got a lot of messages when we talked about doing this episode and a lot of people messaged me and were excited to hear me talk about uh, my takes on everything, especially being a woman of color and just my experiences with racism and with feeling oppression and things like that uh, while being a person of color. And so I wrote about this in my Instagram caption, so I'm just going to lightly touch on it right now, but I personally don't feel that it is the time for me to talk about my experiences because right now it's not about me. And I think that it is my time to just sit back and listen. And when I post that, I got a lot of people t- uh, asking me or telling me, uh, you know, like, no, now, now, is not the time to be silent. And I didn't mean be silent in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. I meant now is the time for me to not make this about myself. It's not time for me to come on here and talk about all the times that I've personally felt, um, oppression. I've never like the times that I've heard racial slurs and everything like that. Like now is the time for me to educate myself. And of course I knew about the racism going on in the world. And I was trying to keep up with things in the past, but the fact that I was able to just hear about things and like, obviously like be sad and cry about things from my home, but not feel actually feel anything real in real life, do you know what I mean? Like it didn't affect me in real life. That is privilege within itself. So I'm not white. I don't have white privilege, but I acknowledge that I am so privileged beyond belief. Even as like small things, like being able to just take a walk outside and not Fear that I'm going to be chased by some people in the neighborhood who are going to shoot me. Think like something, yeah. something so small like that. Something like getting carrying around over. a toy. Yeah, getting pulled over, carrying a toy gun around. You know, if I were to be playing with like water guns outside, I'm not scared that I'm going to get shot by a cop. So, I mean, those are things that I I took for granted, and I'm recognizing that that is so much privilege within itself.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: obviously, I'm not white. I don't have white privilege, but you know, Asian people, Hispanic people. Everyone else is affected by white privilege, but just now is not our time to talk about, you know, the things that we've gone through. Now is the time to listen, to educate, and to really just help like be aware, I think, of everything going on. Yeah. I think also something something to note is that now is not the time for black people to be teaching us. Now is the time for us to be mm-hmm. teaching ourselves. That's not their job. Completely. I think, you know, there are so many different um outlets online where you can learn about what's going on and what has been going on what you've been able to turn a blind eye to because of your privilege so I think it's important to just go online and talk to your friends I mean we've had so many conversations between us and our friends and everything just trying to learn and I think that's and donate spend your time I think that's like the best that we can do right now. Okay. So someone I've actually been following a lot during
1: everything is Judah Smith. If you don't know him, he is an amazing pastor. Love him. He's my favorite. I'm here in LA at a church called church home. And he actually has been posting a lot about this and I freaking loved what he had to say. And I'm a Christian. I've openly said that I, for anyone who doesn't know. Um, and I thought he addressed it so perfect. He said a lot of people, a lot of Christians, a lot of white Christians, a lot of just white people in general will say like, black lives matter, but, and he said, that's the problem. Take out the, but it doesn't matter. Listen, like it's a statement. It's not a, but this, or, but this one time I felt this, or, oh yeah, I can relate to that. It's like, no, 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 Mm no. There is no, but in this situation, take that out. Black lives matter, period. Like Mm -hmm. that is like, that's it. And even that was another moment for me being like,
2: yes. But the thing is, when it comes to politics, I like to have political discussions with people and I like to like talk to people online. Like that's the cool thing about having a platform. You can talk to people. And so I like to hear out people who have different opinions. We live Mm -hmm. in a free country where we're able to have different opinions. That Mm -hmm. is so cool. So I love to talk to people about like, well, what do you think about this? And you know, whether it has to do with politics or religion, whatever it is, I love to talk about people, talk to people about it, get their countering opinions. Um, But this is the first time where I... I am not able to wrap my head around and and understand how anybody could not believe what I believe. I try mm. my best to like really listen to people. I remember. You do. When I was in um, high school and we were having a debate about uh, Prop 8. And that was like on gay rights. Mm -hmm. And I felt so strongly about obviously being for gay rights. Mm -hmm. I love the gays. And um, I remember this one kid in my class. His name was Austin. He was not for (laughs) gay rights. And so I was just getting so upset. And I like I was just losing my mind about this. And I, I get really emotional too and I cry which is like not you know, the best way to discuss things. And I've been like trying to work on that, just being concise Mm -hmm. and like professional. (laughs) when I'm talking about things and not be like, well, why not? But I remember he made a point where he was like, you know, I, I, we have different opinions and that's totally fine. And that's like, what's great about this. But at the same time, how can you expect me to like, to take your opinion and to respect your opinion if you don't respect mine? And I remember Mm -hmm. thinking that like, okay, like I'll never agree with you, but, I will respect the fact that you have your own opinion.
1: Oh, cue Alicia's quote. Let me look it up. Oh <laughs> yes, bring it up. <laughs> this was something that I, I think people really have kind of lost and maybe it's through social media. I don't know. Maybe it's just parenting. Who knows? <laughs> um, the, th- the art of a conversation of a discussion and like actually having like, instead of just yelling at each other, you know what I mean? Um, and I think that's something that would be like, for instance, going off of what you just said, it's this quote that I saw. It's by Evelyn Beatrice Hall. It says, I do not agree with what you have to say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. I Does that make sense? That. Like, no, literally, I think- sh- that, that, I'm like, damn, like we all have the right to our own opinion. Yes. And we should all. Like she's saying, I'll fight to the death for you to be able to have your own opinion, even
2: if I disagree with it. And I think that's just so powerful. I mean after Austin I kid you not like that is ingrained in my memory in my brain I remember exactly where he was standing because since then it's really opened up my mind to being more accepting of other people's opinions I feel like back then I was so like my way or the highway like you don't get it I'm just gonna scream until you understand and I've taken that logic with me in the future when um in 2016 when Trump was running for president it was my first time I was able to vote and Mm. personally in my family I I have some people that didn't agree with my political views so I remember just having this like talk and we were screaming and crying because neither of us were seeing each other's points but I really thought back to that like Austin moment and um it helped me kind of get through the conversation a little more it's still been like a little rough over the years of everything but sorry sorry I went off on such a long tangent but like this is the one time since Austin that I have not (laughs) been able to have that I guess like uh, understandment because yeah. to me this is like all lives matter is so fucking dumb to me I've seen a lot of people saying all lives matter is
1: basically saying like all people deserve air like all like it's like one of those it's an understood thing like yes all lives matter the point is is that there are millions of people telling us that a, a specific group the black community has been feeling inferior oppressed for so long and no one's listening and that's the problem is that no one's caring to listen because it's black lives matter but but but, yeah but, but 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 it's like no 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 listen like what like that and again I think that's something that it's crazy how much people just want us to listen to what's going on you know even thinking back to like um oh my god like Colin Kaepernick
2: I hope the NFL has issued an apology. I'm sure they haven't yet.
1: I literally, like, I think about it, and for everyone who's super upset with the protesting, I'm like, damn, like, don't say that they haven't tried for so long to tell us. Like, that Mm -hmm. was one of the most controversial things ever because everyone was so focused on, you know, the flag. and, and, And granted, I will say, like, I'm so thankful for everyone who's fought for this country. Like, but again, that's like, kind of missing the point this is what i felt i felt like people were missing the point of like yes but listen to what he's trying to tell you he's literally risking his whole career Mm -hmm. even seeing on people's signs from pictures from the protests of people saying we've tried to do this peacefully before we've tried we for years we've been trying cue Colin Kaepernick. You know what I mean? Like, so you weren't listening then. So now we're, we're all coming together to voice this where I think a lot of people are, are thinking, where did this come from? You know, it came out of nowhere and no, it didn't. And that's Mm-mm. something too, like even back in the nineties, even back in, like that was not long ago. Like this is like, so oh, I've just seen so many videos that have honestly made my heartbreak. Did you see the one of the 16 year old kid where the, I think it was his dad saying like, he's 16. Like, clearly what we've, what we did back then isn't working. Like, something different needs to change. Like, he can't be doing this when he's 50. Like, um, yeah, it's just, it's been crazy.
2: I think what makes me just really sad in humanity is that people can see the videos of George Floyd. People can see Breonna Taylor. People can see Ahmaud Arbery and not... Understand what these people are fighting for Like it, it, it's just beyond me And I think it just made me sad That there are so many people that don't Agree with the movement because to me it's just Like it, it's sometimes even just hard to talk About because it's just like yeah No shit like of course People should be treated equally these people Shouldn't have to be fighting for And have I, a movement Completely
1: I think another huge equally. thing too Is it really gets me Frustrated when people say yeah but did they deserve It and I'm like no one deserves that like the point is is most like they're honestly like whether it's been being pulled over or something there's been times in my life where again being white i'm sure i've gotten away with things that like other people wouldn't have and that's the problem
2: be continued at
0: scs.georgetown.edu/podcast
1: even how we were talking about things being not that long ago like literally rosa parks that was 1955 that was not long ago whatsoever and i think back again and this is where this is where i'm coming with i think it really does come down to all of us having a look inward at our hearts and thinking what can i do better You know, yes, I don't feel like I can actually change the world tomorrow with everything, but what baby steps can I do to actually make a difference in this? And not only like my lives, my kids' lives, whenever I have them, they don't have them now, you know, like my friends, like the people around me, the community I'm in, like, what can I actually do? to make a difference. And I think back again, Rosa Parks, if I was literally on that bus, would I just, I've sat there in my seat being quiet because, oh, well, it's the law. I mean, even though I don't agree with it, like I can't say anything because it's just me and I, what am I, you know what I mean? That is something that I really want to change. And I really want to help other people feel inspired to do the same because even if something's quote the law or if something is like whatever, whether something's right or wrong is a whole separate thing. You know, and that's something I, I just, I, I, that's something I keep feeling so passionately about is just because something is the law doesn't necessarily make it right. And now when you're living in it, you think that, but you literally, we study history for years and years in school and we learn about it, but then it's this fairy tale of like, oh, well that was then it's not now, but yeah, what has happened from then? Like back when there were slaves, once slavery was abolished, segregation happened after that. Like there was still the problem of it, it was just in a different form. And I think that's the uh, that's another huge problem of just thinking, oh, that was then it's not now and not realizing the trickling effects of that. And that's why I think a lot of white people specifically think, oh, like, I'm not racist, like, like racism, it's not a thing, you know, like it's not, you know, we don't have slaves
2: here where it's like uh, that's you're missing the point. I will say a wonderful thing that has come out of this is I feel like a lot of people are a finding their voices B change is happening. It's amazing to see what all of these protests and petitions and people are not giving up. I I feel like the media is trying to make it look like people are losing steam and Mm -hmm. people are not losing steam. And I really hope that we keep continuing the steam on until the November elections and then keep keeping on forever keep them keep it going on i saw this funny tiktok of this guy that was like sweetie we are going to you know after we finish with the black community we're moving on to the latin american community then we're coming for the native american community we are not stopping until this world is like oh honey and i love like i love that just people are finding their voices and people aren't afraid to stand up for what they believe in and i think honestly, like our generation and Gen Z are really going to make a change. Um, I thought about Steph's baby Mm -hmm. and how he's going to grow up in hopefully a world that's so different and not know something like racism. I know that's like the the ultimate dream right now, but I I really do have faith that it it could happen. And I think we can't give up on that faith. I saw a video
1: on TikTok of this mom teaching her babies about racism so she gave them two eggs one was brown and one was white and so she made like a little chart and she was saying you know so are they different and they're like yeah like one's like one's brown one's white and then she goes okay now open it and like they opened it was so cute watching and it was just so cool something as simple like that I feel like I've also been really inspired of just seeing how people are taking actual steps and educating their kids even I saw this freaking thing on Twitter of how you know back in the day when you were coloring in school the skin tone color you would grab was like a light peach color like that yes that was the only color you would use and i'm like holy shit like now like you know all of our kids like there's gonna be like an array of colors there's a whole pack of just skin
2: tones (laughs) yes
1: even when it comes to just dolls like 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 i had little things like that i'm sorry that's been it's been really cool seeing how you know, well, it hasn't been cool seeing how that was the issue, but it's cool seeing people being aware of even the smallest thing of like, if I'm having a daughter, like I should literally give her a black doll because why it's just as important as like, it's, there's no, it's no difference. You know what I mean? Like that's something too, that I'm like, wow there's little things we actually can do to make this better, you know? And yes, it does. It feels very overwhelming. Like you're one person, you can't do much, you know, even when it comes to voting, it can feel like, oh, it's just one vote. Like, does it make a difference? But it does. And it, more than anything too, it is the most empowering feeling of actually finding your your voice, your political stance. Like, And it's cool seeing that we actually can make a difference. And even just your one petition can make a difference. Your one, your signature, your uh, one donation, one view on a video, whatever you're doing, you know, even just smiling to someone and being like, hey, and having a
2: conversation. Also to anybody who's listening, you know, maybe you're starting to grow up. Maybe you're starting to form your own political views and you start to realize that maybe they don't match your parents or your guardians or, you know, your aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa, whoever it is, your friends even. Um, I just want to let you know that it is totally normal and okay to form your own political opinions mm-hmm. Alicia and I have both talked about how we grew up and we both realized that we both have different opinions than our parents and that's totally okay and again I back think to it's that thing good too exactly it's I okay it's good
1: because even if you do have the same views as your parents or a godparent or a friend or whoever even if you do have the same opinion just make sure it's your opinion. And it happens to line up with theirs, not it's their opinion brought down because to they're you telling you to do because, that. Because because they're or or just because you're like, oh well, well they must be right, blah, blah, blah. Like have your opinion because it's your opinion, not because anything else. And I think that's another light bulb moment I've been having. Um and it's 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 so true. It's like, how can we how can we be people if we just do what we're told and not because we actually believe in something, um, And yeah, sorry, another tangent, but all this always comes back to Black Lives Matter. I promise it's just like it's been really cool being, you know, in our 20s and being able to live through this, obviously we are so sad that this is happening, but at the same time, I'm so glad something is actually making a change and conversations are actually happening. And, um, you know, I would not, we would not be having this podcast episode if it wasn't for all of the protesting going on right now because it's caused such an uproar. And I think it's beautiful how so many people, literally, when have we seen the United States as an outline all in one color? <laughs> Come
2: like, together for something. All, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> when like that every saying, stain is having a protest when every pretty much like every country so mm-hmm. like the, all the big big countries Oh I are saw New protests. Zealand
1: was like like having like going crazy and I was like yes and I thought back to when we were in New Zealand and how far that was and how that feels like a whole different world away because it's so far but yet everyone's so united on this and um it's just it's so cool I also would just
2: like to give a shout out to the BTS fandom <laughs> <laughs> yo that was, holy shit i was watching um what did i watch thor ragnarok last night did you watch that Oh, movie yet? Love. I you, the premiere. <laughs> i'm i sorry this is a spoiler don't listen if you haven't watched the movie but do you know the scene at the end where it's like thor fighting um cate blanchett uh-huh. and they're like fighting and cal was saying it out loud he was so funny he was like um Kate Blanchett is the police. Thor is the protesters, and then the big fiery guy comes out at the end. He's like, yes. "That's the K-pop stands
1: <laughs> It literally. Like the, the K-pop fans
2: are doing great things. Did you see BTS donated a million dollars, and then um, this, the fans matched that within twenty four hours, and now they're I going for that. two million. That, they're amazing. I think.
1: I think it's, it's inspiring. Just, I I don't want to like call myself, you know a k-pop stan yet i don't feel like i deserve the title yet but i i strive to be i hope to be because holy crap they're amazing (laughs) oh my god so i saw my friend post i think it was yeah literally uh today this thing on instagram on a story and it was saying not the not so hidden racism in the fashion industry so i clicked it and um i thought it was really interesting especially you know, being an influencer, being in the fashion industry, and thinking of when it comes to us having shoots, when it comes to us having, th- and this, this bringing this back to like, what are things we can actually do better in? Um, and basically, it was saying like whitewashing black models in post-production. I'm like, holy shit, that's such a thing! Wow. Um, treating black bodies as tokens to prove your brand is quote woke. And I was like, like all, like all this is so true. And I'm just like, dang, like you would never, it's so like, like minuscule, but it's, it's wrong, you know, um, only signing or booking black models with European features. I didn't, wasn't aware that was much of a thing. Um, asking black celebs to wear your clothes, AKA free publicity, but not paying a single black model to be in your show or campaign. Um, not having darker shades of foundation on set, asking black models to do all things to their hair before they come to set but not pay them extra for fitting into your ideals for beauty only um only casting black models and aesthetic campaigns yeah just like things like that I was like holy shit even just in like I think it I think it's gonna be so good for all of us to see that there's a problem now let's bring it back down to your daily life your career your school your classes little things like that and it's like what can be fixed here um and what can we do better? And even, you know, thinking, you know, both of us have talked about, you know, I have my merch line, you have like other line. like we've always, we've talked about projects and stuff and seeing how, you know, there is work to be done. Like there is stuff like that. And even the one that really stood out was like the PR one and like expecting people to wear it and pay for it. But like, um, you know, and even when it comes down to style, like so much of fashion that I love, you know, is from black culture and has been brought through that. And, I think that's also something to just be aware
2: of, you know, um, and to not just be like, oh, well, it's a trend, you know. And another thing I don't know. if Did you see that video of Ellen Pompeo? No. When she was doing that, it was like this. I, I, I've seen it for a couple of years now. So it's definitely been going around um, for a while. And obviously it's resurfaced. And it, 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 again, it's another issue that just hasn't been Taken care of, or really, I don't think anyone's really paid attention to it, and it's something so important. And she was talking about how she got onto set one day and went to the DP and was like, I, how come every person here is white? How come, you know, everybody around me, it doesn't look like when I'm walking around on the street? She's like, I would like to come to set, and I would like set to look like. I just am walking out on the street. I would like to see people of all cultures, mm. all ages, all, you know, gender, sexualities, um, everything like that in on my set. I don't want to see everybody the same. I need these people to have opportunities as well. And I thought that was really cool of her to stand up and say that. Ellen Pompeo is amazing. Yeah. But I think it's cool that she had that approach. And it, it's true. I feel like, you know, if you think about the times that you're on set, there really aren't many people of color mm-hmm. on set. Or just black people in general, honestly. And I think that's definitely something that needs to be changed and we're shedding light on that. Oh my god, no, completely. I also
1: side, 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 side now. I just recently started watching Grey's Anatomy and it's great. <laughs> oh Queen. Um, ready, get ready to cry. <laughs> oh my god, completely. Um, okay, one of the tweets that I saw that I really liked said, Y'all y'all do understand that s- sit-ins were illegal. Sitting at the front of the bus was illegal, running away as a slave or helping slaves run away was a crime. Just because something is illegal doesn't mean it's not the right thing to to do isn't that insane
2: that no that's so true I can when you talked about Rosa Parks and being on the subway or on the bus sorry not the subway. I was thinking about Harriet Tubman while you're talking um no that's so true when you were talking about Rosa Parks and being on the bus I I started thinking about I'm sure there were some people on the bus during that mm-hmm. time that didn't agree yeah. oh, completely. with what was going on but couldn't stand up and say something, and I like I've never thought about it that way. I remember when I would learn about, it, I'd just be like, "Wow, that's so mean of those yeah. people to not do anything." Yeah. And you just think that they don't. I mean, granted, I think that we're made, there's a possibility that maybe no one thought that way, but there is a possibility that people did think that way and like, "Oh man, like this just isn't fair," but like I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And I've never put myself in not in those shoes, but I've never thought about it from that point of view before. Yeah, but that's crazy. Yeah, that I guess it is illegal, on that then. That was illegal to do so. Yeah, even that, uh, Just so much of that. But um so yeah, guys, we really just wanted
1: this to be a very open, real conversation of been how you know, things that have been open to our eyes recently and how we've been feeling and stuff. And I know Rem and I both have always wanted our channels to be a place where every single person can come and feel welcome and specifically to the black community, we really hope we have done that for you. We are so sorry if we haven't enough. And we literally are like this is our word. We are promising um to support you and be here for you. And um please let us know if there's anything else we can do because we we do want this to be something that isn't just a
2: trending topic that goes away. Again, guys, Alicia and I are not professional activists in any way, shape or form. We just wanted to come on and obviously just have this conversation. I think that every time I have a conversation with anyone about this kind of stuff or just anything, that I have some sort of opinions and views on. I love it because I'm able to A, hear out other people and B, it makes me really understand what I, why and back up my opinions. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? No, it's just, it's,
1: it's really cool. So I, I hope you guys, I would love to challenge everyone to like have a conversation with someone. It could be 10 minutes. It could be 50 minutes. It could be an hour. I've had so many conversations recently with people and I am so grateful. We were able to have those conversations and that they're, they're real and they're, 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 they're awkward sometimes because you're not sure if the other person is going to agree with you or not and stuff. But, um, but yeah, we love you guys and we will, we'll talk to you. Um, oh, also again, we're donating all the proceeds of the ad revenue. So send this to your friends and to your, your
2: ex boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if, if, if you guys want an excuse to text him,
2: <laughs> check out the links. Oh my God. Check out the <laughs> links again in our description box. Be sure to, you know, get out there and protest. Be sure to donate, sign the petitions and just keep spreading awareness. Yeah, love you guys. We'll talk to you soon.